Have you got any? Are you paying attention to the climate hysteria? Well, good, because there's a whole group of people that want you scared, you know, uh, scared, a lot of scareness. So let's try and calm down. My guest this morning is a former Trump-Pence EPA transition team member, Steve Malloy, to talk a little about this climate hysteria. Steve, good morning. Thanks for talking with us. Good morning, Mike. Thanks for having me. Well, it, it, it's absolutely my pleasure. I love talking with you because so calm, cool, and collected, we can try to make the case for, hey, electric cars will be awesome, and running your house on solar energy would be awesome as soon as the technology is, uh, is efficient enough and affordable enough to make the worldwide transition. Why are politicians pushing that transition so hard, so fast, so soon? <laughs> well, this is Joe Biden's agenda. Uh, you know, I, I can't explain. Um, well, I can't explain it. Please <laughs> yeah. change that. The climate agenda is all about control. They want to tell you where to live, where to work, how many children you can have, what kind of car you can drive, what kind of energy you can use, what kind of food you can eat, just everything. They, want to, they just want to run your life. So, um, you know, what, what, what Biden is trying to accomplish first is the transition to electric vehicles. Uh, you know, these things are more expensive. They're less convenient. They, you know, of course, take forever to charge. Uh, they don't last as long as conventional cars. They're really just junk. Well, and I read uh, recently that they pollute more than a regular uh, a gas-powered car. So making them is more polluting, and uh, recycling them is more polluting than its gas-powered uh, alternative. So buying the electric car is not the do-all, end-all, even if you are a green weenie. Well, yeah. I mean, look, remember that, you know, most of the cobalt that goes into electric car batteries is produced by child slave labor in the Congo uh, or Chinese slave labor. Um, so, you know, I mean, there's nothing there's nothing green about any of these things. I mean, just sitting on a lot, a uh, a new EV is already way, way, way in the hole compared to a new gasoline powered car in terms of, you know, environmental history and emissions associated with it. So. But I just don't think Americans want these things. Why pay more for something that for a worse product? I mean, that you know, that is really the green theme: pay more, get less. Uh, so I don't really ever think this stuff is going to catch on. But that's not going to stop people like Joe Biden and the and the, and the uh, Democrat-run media from pushing this stuff down our throats. And of course, the car industry is on board with this because. Uh, they want the subsidies. You know, the new law, the Inflation, Re- the Inflation Reduction Act um, that uh, Biden got through subsidizes uh, these cars to a tune of $7,500 a piece. Um, you know, you don't have to pay gas taxes. Uh, and, uh, but, but even so, they're still, they're still more expensive to consumers, but well, the industry likes them. Even if it was pay more and get equal... Uh, people are having a more difficult time doing that because they have less to spend on being equal. Yeah, and, I mean, and, and it's not like, you know, we're not talking about just a couple thousand dollars more expensive. I and mean, the average price of a new car, is, new gasoline-powered car is, is in the mid-40s, and the average price of a new EV is in the mid-60s. I mean, that's a substantial change. Um, and when you when you throw in the fact that, you know, pre-Biden gasoline was actually cheaper than charging an EV. I mean, you wonder, like, why am I doing this? I mean, this is, you know, in, in, in a normal world where the government has not got its, you know, thumb on the scale, nobody would be buying EVs. Right. Well, and as the president continues 
to uh, drain the strategic reserve. I had a texter this morning who wondered whether the president or the administration has plans to refill that reserve with solar powers and windmills. <laughs> well, I mean, that's a good point. You know, the strategic petroleum reserve is there for emergencies, like military emergencies or some sort of national you know, actual sure. crisis, not just gas prices going up. I mean, if Joe Biden was really sincere about reducing gas prices, he would unleash um, the energy, the U.S. energy industry. We have essentially an infinite supply of oil and gas. We could hire, you know, pay Americans to produce more oil, make profits, have cheap gas, uh, and, and, you know, disempower uh, the evil guys like uh, Russia and OPEC and, and China and Venezuela and Iran, all those guys, um, you know, that Joe Biden has gone around asking for more oil. So um, you, you got to wonder, like, what what is what is Biden's plan? What is, uh, you know, is, well, is he really an American president? I, don't, I still don't understand. He's doubling or tripling or, I don't know, pick a number uh, down. He made a speech yesterday in Colorado at a military base and then promptly made part of that base into a, a national reserve, which then allows the rest of his administration to say no at canceling uh, uh, leases to the property nearby because uh, that drilling might do damage to what I just made into uh, a national uh, monument. So so he is clearly going to double and triple down and maybe not even be alive to see the benefits of what he's doing to save the planet because every scientist I ever listened to says it's not possible for the United States to to change world air all by itself. <laughs> That's right. I mean, what normal American president would ask Venezuela for oil versus uh, a Texan? I mean, it's right. just crazy. Or the Saudis, begging the Saudi yeah. uh, Saudi uh, government to please pump more, and they're so disappointed with the president, they're not only going to pump less, they're going to pump way less, lining <laughs> right. themselves up. And, with and the Wall Street Journal reports to the, this morning uh, that the Saudis apparently, you know, even they include into the fact that Biden just wants this for short-term political gain, i.e. getting through the November election. Sure. So, well, and so... Uh, good luck with that. Let's just, you know, we, I'm out of time. I'm way out of time. I don't even have time for my next question. But uh, if uh, thank you for it. Uh, we can talk tomorrow a little bit. Sure. Okay. I'll be curious, and I'll start with, if uh, the elections change control of uh, these midterms and the presidential election... What will happen? What can uh, Republicans in charge do to try and lessen the hysteria that's out there now and uh, and bring prices a little more uh, in line with what we can afford? Our guest this morning is uh, Steve Malloy, who is a former Trump-Pence EPA transition team member and a great guy to speak to about energy issues so that you don't stay hysterical.